0: every single Christian to be strong. And the strength that we are talking about is not being strong as the world sees it. And the church should also be a place that can attract people to come and come again. Become interested in what your Father is doing. Become interested in the fact that we want to operate Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. Seeking Christ the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness.
1: you ready welcome to the supernatural world with samuel B sawyer expect a positive change in your life through the power of god's word he is the head pastor of the rose of sharon cathedral a branch of catch the anointing center one of the denominations originating from the light out group of churches founded by the prophets ducky Ward mills today he preaches on the topic surely the bitterness of death is past
0: surely the bitterness of death is past Turn your bible with me to first samuel chapter 15 verse 32 is actually where this verse is found exactly as it is i want you to pay serious attention this message is also a message in as much as it's a message of a warning. It's also a message of hope. Say that's hope, because you know, if you know certain things ahead of time, you prepare better for it. Are you with me? If you know an examination that is coming, and then your lecturer has told you that this topic, this topic, this topic is coming, you are happy, isn't also? Yeah. So, this sermon is to help all of us to prepare for something that is definitely going to happen to all of us. Say amen. Do you know what's going to happen to all of us? I said, Do you know what is certain in life? What is certain in life is death. Amen. My sermon just says about maybe four points. With four columns, you can roof a building. Every good sermon just has about three or four points. Amen. Point number one, you'll die. Point number two, you'll be judged. Point number three: what will your judgment be? Point number four. May your judgment be good. First Samuel chapter 15, verse 1. Samuel also said unto Saul, the Lord has sent me to anoint thee to be king over his people, over Israel. Now, hacking unto the voice of the words of the Lord. Is somebody going to hearken unto the voice of the words of the Lord? Oh, I am here only really a few years. Some of you are sitting here, maybe your mind is on a WhatsApp message that you got three weeks ago. Or your mind is on something else, let your mind be here with me. Surely the bitterness of death is past, or dead man stand up dead man rise up Thus said the lord of hosts i remember that which amalek did to israel the amalekites were a tribe when the israelites were on their exodus from egypt they did not treat the israelites well and the lord determined to deal with them are you listening to me so god is telling Um, how do you call it, Samuel, he said, that says the Lord of hosts in verse 2, I remember that which Amalek did to Israel, how he laid wait for him in the way when he came from Egypt. May the Lord deal with all your enemies in Jesus' name. Now go and smite Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have. This is an instruction the Lord is telling Samuel to tell Saul that go and destroy Amalek. Sometimes the Lord will have us to destroy certain things. Sometimes the Lord will have us to remove certain telephone numbers to cut off some relationships, to destroy certain things. Are you listening to me? And it's important that you deal with it because what you don't deal with, it can come and deal with you. Like one man of God said, the dragon that Adam, no, the, the snake that Adam did not deal with in the Garden of Eden, by the book of Revelation, it had become a dragon. Yeah. Said the snake that Adam did not deal with in the book of Genesis. By revelation, it had become a dragon. What is it that you have to deal with in your life? Deal with it now in Jesus' name. Now, verse 3, go and smite Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have and spare them not. But slay both man and woman, infant and suckling, ox and sheep, camel and ass and Saul gathered the people together and numbered them in Telem, 200,000 footmen and 10,000 men of Judah. Saul came to the city of Amalek and laid wait in the valley. It looked like he was going to carry it out. Isn't it also? Sometimes we have an instruction, it looks like we're going to carry it out. We start, we make motions. Some of us are born again, we start worshiping God seriously, we come to church. It's like we are carrying out the instruction of God, but along the line, I would say along the line, something comes in, but today, you are going to be steadfast to carry out the wishes of the Lord in your life. If you are that one, let me hear loud, Amen. Amen. It's not that you do some and you leave some. Are you ready to obey the Lord fully? Listen to what happened in this story. Saul came to a city of Amalek and laid weights in the valley. He had been told to go and destroy the Amalekites, so he was on the way. Now the Bible says in verse six, and Saul said unto the Kenites, Go depart. Get you down from among the Amalekites, lest I destroy you. Saul was making an arrangement that he would do exactly what the Lord has done, has said he should do. Destroy the Amalekites. So there are some people there. He doesn't want to uh, add them. So he's sorting out. It looks as if he's obeying God. It looks as if, isn't it also? Now in verse 7. And Saul smote the Amalekites. I would say smote. What kind King James are? You hear words like smote. When you read King James, you hear old English word like smote. It actually means uh beat or defeat or strike. Saul so smote the Amalekites from a place called Havilah until that comes to. I know. One can hear Huh? Share, ah, who's <laughs> Until that comes to what? Share. You can also say shua. Oh, that's not how. Share. That is over against Egypt. We we are not Egyptians. We are not Israelis. We don't know. S H U R. How do you pronounce it? Sure. What? Hmm. Oh dear, yesterday Verse 8, and this is where the trouble starts. This is where the the trouble starts. The Bible says, And he took Agag, the king of the Amalekites. Everyone say, king. Agag. Say, king. Agag. Saul took Agag, the king of the Amalekites, alive and utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. Have you seen the first mistake? Destroy all the people. Now you are removing some you have put the king aside read with me in verse 9 but Saul and the people spread agag and the best of the sheep and of the oxen and of the fatlings asem and the lambs and all that was good and will not utterly destroy them but everything that was vile and refuse That they destroyed utterly. In other words, they selected what to do. They did part and they left part. Can I continue reading the Bible? Because I'm coming to a crucial aspect. Surely, the bitterness of death is past. The background is very important. The Lord had told the prophet Samuel to go and tell Cain Saul to go and utterly destroy the Amalekites because of whatever they did and Saul set off to do even to the point that he told the Canaanites that look, I'm about to do something Just, sometimes people are doing something they make you look as if they are doing the right thing but not knowing that inside them they have another plan who, who understands what I'm saying? inside them inside them then hmm, came the word of the Lord unto Samuel saying God you See, the Lord, he can see everything though know? Bible says the eyes of the Lord are all over the place Samuel wasn't there when King Saul did half and half. But the Lord told Samuel to go and do something. Do you want to know? It repenteth me. I'm reading verse 10, sorry. It repenteth me that I have set up Saul to be king. For he turned back from following me. Everyone say turn back. May you go forward in your walk with the Lord. And may you reach higher heights, may you reach higher levels in Jesus' name. Don't drop back. Tell somebody, don't draw back. Don't go back. Say, no turning back. Unfortunately, Saul, he turned back from following the Lord. And the Bible says, he has not performed my commandments. And he grieved Samuel and he cried unto the Lord all night. In other words, all night he was praying. And when Samuel rose early to meet Saul in the morning, it was told Samuel saying, in other words, um, how do you call it? There was a meeting. Saul came to Camel, and behold, he has set up a place and is gone about and passed on, he's gone out to Gilgal. Saul was just moving around, it's like Charlie, feeling good. So now you do something, you are feeling good, you think that oh, everything is okay samuel came to saul and saul said unto him blessed be thou of the lord i have performed the commandments of the lord had he really performed the commandments of the lord No. had he no he had done half and half I was a half and half the eyes of the lord go to and fro i warned you at the beginning that this is a warning it's a message of warning. It's a message of hope amen Tell somebody, dead man, rise up! I said that's the alternative title. The title is surely, "The bitterness of death is past." Hey, verse fourteen. Samuel said, "Eh, you have done it. What meaneth then this bleating of the sheep in my ears, and the lowing of the oxen which I hear?" In other words. The man who claimed to have done everything, there was evidence to the contrary. Evidence, because the ship that was supposed to have been destroyed, all of a sudden the ship decided to say, meh. Sometimes you think that you have done what you have done and you have covered up. Who here has actually done something you have covered up nicely, not knowing that you're late. Yeah, Or something was there. We are getting to the verse upon which the title is coming from. This background. Is the background helping you? Yes. I say, is the background helping you? And we have had even a few lessons within this short time. Is it so? To serve the Lord with your hearts properly and to do the right things. Amen. What is point number one? I agree with point number one. You die. Uh, don't forget. Even if I didn't say it is true. Yeah the one thing that is sure in life is what mm. mark twain mark twain is a writer he said there are two things that is sure in life he said death and taxes <laughs> verse 15 the bible says and Saul said hmm they have brought them from the amalekites for the people spared the best of the sheep and of the oxen sacrifice unto the Lord thy God and the rest we have utterly destroyed amen Wow verse 32 Samuel then says Samuel bring ye hither to me Agag the king of the Amalekites and Agag came unto him delicately he came gently He came gingerly he knew his whole tribe had been destroyed and he knew that he had been spared. Isn't so? also? Samuel said, Bring ye hither to me Agag, the king of the Amalekites. And Agag came unto him delicately. And Agag said, Surely. Everybody say surely. Surely, surely the bitterness of death is past. Wow. Surely the bitterness of death is past. Folks. If I read the next few verses, you will know that it wasn't passed. I say it wasn't passed. Verse 33, Samuel said, As thy sword has made women childless, so shall thy mother be childless among women. And Samuel a Agag in pieces before the Lord in Gilgal. The man, the king, please I'm closing. Continue next week. I said one off, but we continue. The man Agag, after his people had been killed and he had been spared, you know, in his mind he said that oh the death it didn't come on. You know death is a very interesting thing. Death itself could easily be a quick one. But it is the thoughts leading to death that sometimes Puts pressure on people. That's why Julius Caesar says, "Cowards die many times before their death." Shakespeare said, "Cowards die many times before their death." There are some people who can be so jittery. They can be so jittery is the word. They are always on tenterhooks. It's like a semi They get some feeling. They hear. Even in this COVID era, you cough small noise like hey, I catch COVID or what? Isn't also? Yeah, yeah especially in the early days. The coughing. Somebody will said in car coffee. Father, <laughs> Instead of coughing, maybe you should do something else. No death. Death is a very interesting thing. I've not died before. I don't know how it feels like if you've died before you can tell me but the thought of death is not a very deep feel. It's, it's a it's a funny feeling no 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 i'm preaching a very good message listen to me ero for example is one of the most barbaric when it comes to torture death in Europe for example they used to boil people in hot oil to kill them yeah they'll boil you in hot in a barrel to kill people they'll throw people in the river in south africa there was a man called shaka the zulu he, he will take a long stick and then he will put it in the rectum of his enemies. And he will actually, the word is impale. He will impale them. Death, different forms. Of, the Indians, when you watch some of this uh, Pinocchio, Pocahontas, etc., the Indians, what they do is they, they scalp. They kill somebody, then they remove their the skin on the head. As for death, different forms of death. I hope you are listening to me. And the thoughts that, how am I going to die, all those things, it can affect you. So Agar had gone through all these thoughts. They had killed his, the cows. They had killed these people. As I'm sure as you were there, it's like, Charlie, They can't kill me? Death row. I've been to death row before. You know death row? Death row is um, when you go to the prison. I've visited prisons. When you go to the prison, there are some people, because of the extent of their crime, they have been sentenced to death. Only that there's a final um, signing that the president has to sign. Ghana, we 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 have the death penalty, yeah. And the president has to sign it finally before they go and uh, finish killing you. Some countries they will give you injections. Some is gas. Some is electrical chair, different things. Some is death by hanging. Actually, in America, something they have death by hanging in some of the states. And read some of the contracts, it's not easy. They write everything there. Firing squad is also, I don't want more military rule and all that. So sometimes that torture that you go through, it's like, what is going to happen to me? And Agar had had gotten to the point where he realized that Charlie, the thing, he'd be like, Charlie, I think the, uh, it's like the death is not coming on. That's why he said, surely the bitterness of death is past. But not knowing that Samuel the prophet was not going to let him go that easy. In the verse 33 or whatever, Samuel took the sword and cut him down. Now, why am I sharing this with you? Ladies and gentlemen, Bible says it's appointed unto man once to die, and after judge after that, there's judgment. What is going to happen to you when you cross over to the land of the dead? You don't like this sermon? You like the toffee, toffee, sugar-coated sermon? What is going to happen to all of us? Begin to think, I like the way you are quiet. I hope you are not quiet because you are hungry or something. What is going to happen? Sometimes you think that a certain sentence that is supposed to happen, it is, it didn't come on. Like an exam, it's like the exam didn't come on, so we are all okay. Like my, 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 when I was in school, one of my guys in my class, every exam he will ask for postponement. Every exam he will go and negotiate with the lectures can we postpone this maybe it's an assignment can we postpone can we send it later then it got to our sixth year in the university and then we are going to do our final exam our thesis and our final presentation a group of people came to him and said to him it was like a joke but it was also true he said cha sir we postpone you in other words this final exam you cannot go in and negotiate we need to graduate and get out of this school there are certain things you cannot escape it I hope you're getting me. And for everybody who is dead, I say for everybody who thinks that, oh, is dead and dead and uh, dead and gone to his grave and it's all over. Sometimes the devil even tell you to kill yourself and it's all over. It's not all over. It's not all over because something happens even after death. Can I continue to speak to you, please? Am I speaking to somebody? This is one of the best messages you have ever heard in your, in your, in your world. Listen, having death consciousness is one of the highest forms of wisdom. Can I speak to somebody? Turn your Bible with me to 1 John chapter 4, verse 17. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 17, we are reading very quickly. Is someone listening to me? Say, surely the bitterness of death is past my prayer is that you will be able to say surely the bitterness of death is past that is actually my prayer that is why we are reading first john chapter 4 verse 17 but what do you do to ensure that you can say that that is the big question hearing is our love made perfect everyone say in this way our love is made perfect hearing is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is So are we in the world. Say boldness. Say boldness. Say boldness in the day of judgment. Boldness in the day of judgment is reserved for those who have done certain things. Do you want to know those who have done certain things? Listen, you are going to write an exam. One of the things that make you bold enough to write the exam is when you have past questions. When you have what? Past questions. When you have Questions that have gone on ahead. That is why it's recommended for any good teacher who is teaching, he will recommend past questions. Say, go and check 2004, 2000 and this, this, that, that, etc. Because the thing that has been is that which shall be. And there's no new thing under the earth. I hope you are listening to me. There's only one man who has actually gone to the dead and come back. That's Jesus Christ. And we are his brothers and sisters. And he has told us what is there. He said, in my father's house, there are many mansions. I go to prepare a place for you so that where I am, you will be. But the question is, would we be there? And you can take that decision now. You cannot take it when you are there. I say, you cannot take that decision when you are there. Are you listening to me? Somebody is saying, this is someone, I wish I didn't come to church. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27. Surely the bitterness of death is past. In Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27, I want you to read aloud with me. Are you ready? One, two. And as it is appointed unto men 17 times to die, 31 times to die, 54 times to die. Listen, if you die, you can come back, die, you can come back, at least you can solve some issues. The answer, because you died, you came back. You are are now wiser. You died, you came back, you are wiser. You died, you came back. You saw what was happening. Oh, Charlie, this is what they are doing. So, no, but it is once. Once. Everyone say once. Listen, we, 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 we are, all of us, we are going to die once unless Jesus Christ comes. And the Bible says, and after that, what is going to happen? Judgment. Judgment means there will be a court. And judgment means it can be in your favor, it can be against you. Judgment can be for you or against you. The question is, what will your judgment be? You are there saying that, oh, surely the bitterness of death is past. Sometimes some of us, we do certain things, we wipe our mouth and say, oh, nobody see. How many of you have done that before? Maybe symbolically, but I mean, actually, nobody see. Kiss the girl small. Jolly, poorly put booty them pie, kiss the girls and make them cry. Surely the bitterness is like this past. Listen, Bible says us is appointed unto man once to die. And after that, judgment. What is your judgment going to be? It's a good question. You know the people that would think they are dead. They are going to be asked to rise up. Ah, uh, Pastor, I don't understand what they are saying. Dead is dead. Hey hey hey, 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 hey. There are two books that are going to be open when we died. Bible says, and the books were open. And then listen carefully, it said, and another book was open, which is the book of life. So there's a book of life and then the book of your records. The book of life is whether you made it. And then the other one is what did you do? With what material did you build? Am I helping somebody here? the Bible says and I saw the dead small and great stand up before God and the books were open and another book was open which is the book of life and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the book according to their works as it's appointed unto man once to die and after that judgment We shall all appear before the judgment seat to receive in our bodies the Bible says what the things done in our bodies According to that he has done, whether good or bad. Ladies and gentlemen, as I bring my message to a close, I want you to know that you can say surely the bitterness of this past. passed. You can say it. You can say it all you want. But death is not the end of it. Death is just a door. And once you die, Revelation is saying that I saw the dead, great and small, stand up. There are certain quarters in our country, they even prepare a dead body sitting down. He's already halfway to standing. Those who will lie down, they will stand. Those who are already sitting, they will stand. Even let them bury you standing, you will stand again. I say you stand again, you stand again. God, there are some countries, they also bury them vertically. There's no space, they have to go like that. Begin to think of your life. Would you have boldness in the day of judgment? Put your hands together, stand to your feet.
1: Thank you for watching. Today we learned you will die you will be judged what will your judgments be may your judgments be good we hope you have been blessed by this message join us same time next week god bless you
0: hi i believe you've heard a life transforming message i'd like to pray with you to give your life to jesus the bible says "As appointed unto man wants to die and after that judgment what would your judgment be? I pray God will receive you. Let's pray, close your eyes. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I thank you. You died for me, a sinner. You gave your life for my sake. Forgive me, have mercy on me. Write my name in the book of life. I'll follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. If you pray this prayer, you're now a child of God. I'd like to invite you to visit us at the Catch the Anointing Center La in Accra. That's the Rosa Sharon Cathedral. Or find a Bible-believing church nearby. And let's worship God together. Hope to see you in this world or in the world to come. God bless you. My name is Samuel Sawyer. See you.
1: Thanks for your time. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Use your faith to move all mountains in your way. To contact us for counseling, prayers, and ministry materials by Bishop Dakiwood Mills, such as the Macarius, the Mantano, and the latest edition. speak the word that is Macarius in audio format, and also Samuel Sawyer's book, Winning the Battles of Life. Call or message us on plus 233-248-906-776 or send an email to sambsawyer at gmail.com. Finally, Write to us and share your testimony on how this broadcast has been a blessing to you. See you next time and stay blessed.